Superpowers on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that lifts the voice of love from orgasms to superpowers and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sex, Love, and Superpowers podcast show. I am your host, Tatiana Verande, and today I have a very special guest with me, Mr. Brendan Watt. And the topic today is, are you sure you want a relationship? Let me tell you a little bit about Brendan before we dive in. Brendan Watt is the author of Relationship. Are you sure you want one? Brendan is a speaker, entrepreneur, business, and life mentor. He is the Australian CFO of Access Consciousness, a set of simple yet profound tools currently transforming lives in 174 countries, and the facilitator of several special access programs. Drawing upon his transformation from a struggling tradesman and single dad to global speaker, Brendan facilitates classes and workshops all over the world, empowering others to know they are not wrong, that anything is possible, and that they are only one choice away from change. Welcome to the show, Brendan. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So we are going to take a quick break before we dive into our topic today. But before we do, will you tell our listeners what your superpowers are? <laughs> uh, sure. I would say one of my one of my greatest superpowers would be being happy. I know for me, when I'm happy, when I'm when I have that sense of joy of me, but more so, it's more so being me. When I'm being me, I know that I can I can create anything, I can be anything, I can do anything. I know that pretty much nothing can stop me. So I'd say when I'm being me, that would be my greatest superpower. I love it. Love it. Okay, so we are, like I said, our topic today is, are you sure you want a relationship based on your, your book um, and your experience? Uh, so I'm looking forward to this conversation. Before we go to break, will you tell our listeners where they can go to find out more about you, about the book? Uh, you can find me at brendanwatt.com. Uh, the book you can find at relationshipareyoushoreyouwantone.com. Um, and yeah, it's a really cool book. So I like it. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Listeners stay tuned. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hello everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, executive director of superpower experts. And we want to thank each of you for making superpower up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth, because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. All right, we are back. So tell us about the book. How did it come into being? What was the inspiration for this? Uh, well, a few years ago, I was with um, the co-author of the book, Simone Melissus. We were in a relationship for about eight years. We're not in the relationship anymore, but still great friends. Um, we facilitate classes all around the world. Like I facilitate classes with access consciousness on many different topics. And a lot of people would be asking about relationship. Well, how did you guys create this relationship? Because we had this relationship that was so different. Like, and we talk about that a lot in the book, like from this vulnerable place of being really honest with what came up for us and how we changed it and stuff like that. But we were really different in the way we did relationship and people wanted to know about it. So we went, okay, so let's write a book. And and that's what we did. So, and we put, we, we, we did not hold back at all. I mean, I tell, I tell stories in that book about myself and, and where things got really difficult for me and how I got through them. And, and Simone did the same. So what I love about the book is it, is it, it encapsulates a lot of different realities within it because it comes from a woman's point of view. It comes from a man's point of view and it comes, it, it, it shows how you can actually create something 
with relationship rather than maintain it or suffer it or, you know, slog it out or have a hard time with it. What we found was with the tools we talk about in the book, like we could really, we really created something so much greater being together than we could have if we weren't. Mm -hmm. Yes, that uh, where two or more are gathered, right? Mm -hmm. One plus one equals a thousand. Yeah, right. And that's, it's a big key in relationship because it's like if two people come together that have, that, that have an energy that contributes to each other, then what you can create is off the charts compared to what you can create apart. So, you know, I think it's a big key in having a relationship that, that really is creative and, and works and is joyful and fun to be in. Yeah. So I'm curious when you said that you, you had a relationship that was very different, can you sort of explain what was, what was different about it that people identified that they wanted? Well, one of the, one of the things we talk about in there is we never had an argument, not one. We never had one fight in eight years and people would be like, what? Like what? I mean, I remember Simone's mom was talking to her one day and she said, she, she mentioned this to her mom. Her mom thought there was something wrong with us. There was something wrong with us that we hadn't had an argument. And I was like, why would there be anything wrong with that? We just like, we knew like when the, when, when things would come up and if we started bucking heads, we'd go, okay, we need a break. Let's take a break. Let's come back to this when we can actually talk about it and look for a way beyond it. And I mean, I've been in relationships before where it's just a constant battle and constant fight where Two people want to be right. Two people want to win. Two people want to control. And we just didn't have that. We both saw each other for the gift that we are. And, and that's really what made us different in the relationship. Like, you know, I had, a, I had a friend also at the time, and she's such a sweet girl, but she had a lot of points of view about who she needed to be in relationship with and how the relationship needed to look. And she said to me one day, she said, I wish you had, I wish you had a brother. I wish I could have a relationship with somebody like you. And I was like, okay, could you actually handle that? Cause <laughs> it's like, I'm very honest with what I want and how I like to handle things. I also know when I do control and when I don't do control and, and I listed off these things and she looked at me like, Oh no, I just want the idea of you. And I <laughs> went, yeah, that's the difference. But I think it's just, it's really about being honest with yourself. Well, and I think you just said something that is very true for a lot of people that they want the idea of a relationship. They want the Hollywood yeah. storyline that they're sold yeah. way more than they actually want to do the, the practice of self inquiry and self discipline and self awareness that it takes to be in relationship in a healthy way. Yeah, and exactly. And it's like, and we all have like, I mean, I, I definitely did it. For, I mean, I've been in relationships where they didn't work and I've done it from that place of, well, this is, you know, this is the beautiful woman who's going to create the beautiful picture of my life, that it's going to be this image that I've put out in front of me. And there's no question in that. So we take ourselves out of question and we go, well, this is going to be this magical thing, but we don't create it that way. We expect it to show up that way and it, it never works, you know. And the thing with the the ideal relationship and the Hollywood scene of relationship and stuff like that, and we see it on social media and stuff like that where people, you'll be like, oh, my God, they look so happy. They've got the perfect relationship. And then you'll talk to them. And they yeah. hate their relationship. Right. You can high gloss any kind of image you yeah. want and put it out you, there. You can. And it's like, so we're searching in that. It's like we're searching for something that doesn't actually exist. You have to be willing to create it your way because what I know is there's, you know, there's 8 billion of us on this planet. We're all individually different in some way. So expecting that you're going to create a relationship the same as somebody else is it doesn't work either. It's like, you got to look at what's really true for me here and what would I like to create? And can I create that with this person? Yeah. And that's, those are, so how do, how would you say someone could know 
if they can create what they want with someone else? Well, start with the question of, okay, so can I create something greater? Can I create something greater by being with this person? Yes or no? Yes. Oh, yeah, I get more of a yes. Okay, cool. And then you've you've got that place where you're starting with question and you're starting with what you actually know. Like you start tapping into that, the knowing that you have. And one of the things I talk to, talk to people about when they're like, well, I don't know if I know. I go, okay, so let's look at some times in your life. Have you ever, you know, taken somebody home and known it wasn't going to be any fun, but did it anyway? And 99% of people go, oh, yeah, I've done that. And I'm like, okay, so you do know, or have you ever take, you know, have you ever done anything where you knew it was going to turn out great? You did it and it turned out great. Or you knew it wasn't going to turn out great. You did it and it didn't turn out great. And most people, when they look at it from that place and look at instances and areas in their life, they go, oh, I do actually know. Like I know when somebody's sad. I know when somebody's doing upset. I know when I need to call somebody. So starting from that place of looking at, okay, so what do I actually know here? Will this work? So there's a question coming up, and, and if, it's, if it's too personal, you don't have to answer it. But oh, I you can ask me as personal as you want. Okay. <laughs> um, if your relationship with Simone was so wonderful, why did it end? Uh, good question, and I've been asked that a lot, especially with doing – the, the amount of media I've done on this sure, book, right. it's the it's the million dollar question right. it, because it just, we, we got to a place where we'd pretty much done what we came to do with that relationship. And it, it started getting, it, it started losing some of the joy in it. And it started, we started trying to create it as some normal relationship. We started doing the normal life together. And for both of us being as different as we are, we knew that wasn't going to work. So we um well i actually entered the relationship and it wasn't easy at the start but we kept going with our friendship and um i mean we're amazing friends to this day it's like people look at us like how did you guys do this how do you create a friendship like this after a relationship like that easily exactly the same way we created the relationship we created the friendship and that's that that's like, and, and the interesting thing with that too is once again, we went off what we know. We knew it was time to end the relationship. We, neither of us were quite willing to admit it that way at the start. But now when we talk about it, look back on it, we go, oh, yeah, we both knew it was time. And both of our lives have expanded dynamically since ending the relationship. So it's like the other thing for people with relationships is, is know when it's, know when it's time, know when it's done or know when it needs to change into a different track or, or it needs to, you need to start doing things different to keep creating it. And what, what a lot of us do with relationship is we go into maintenance. We go, okay, well, I'm in a relationship now that I've got that tick, got that box ticked. I can move on with other things in my life, but we stop creating the relationship. And that's where I see a lot of us, fail in relationship yeah and we so we maintain status quo yeah yeah now you you have been a single dad right yep so how and i'm i'm assuming i don't know did you and simone have children together or no 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 i i met simone when um my son nash he was five years old um, and she pretty much became his mother. Like she, she was really his mum for the next eight years of his life. So um, he, they, you know, they, they made the relationship with them work because if the relationship between them didn't work, ours wasn't going to either. So we all knew that it was either the three of us make it work or it's not going to work. So and it did. So have you? had experience with people who have children they're in they're in a marriage they're they're and there is they're maintaining the status quo for the kids you know there's there's like this added element there that adds a certain level of difficulty right because if if they're 
I guess, I guess, so I guess the question is, what would you say um, to any listeners out there who are sort of in that situation where maybe they are feeling like things have gotten a little stale, but they have children together and they don't quite know I, like which direction to go in. Do I invest more in, in creating something different in the relationship or is it time to part ways? What do you, what do you say to them? Well, I would, I would, it, it would, it varies individually because everybody's different, like I said, oh. but it's like, but looking at it from the place of, okay, so is there a way that you can still create this relationship? And that's really is about getting brutally honest with yourself because a lot of people will avoid that, avoid looking at that, but it's not necessary. See, if you go, well, yeah, I'm not really into creating the relationship. That doesn't mean the relationship has to end, but you have to you have to address the energy that's there. And you go, you know what? And, and well, another thing is, is I've talked to people about is I go, okay, so have you already left the relationship? And they're like, yeah. Okay, when did you leave it? Oh, uh, you know what? I left it 12 months ago. Okay, that's once you get to that point, then you can change it but you've got to address that energy that's coming up because people go, Oh, you know what? I've given up on this relationship already. Okay, yeah, so when so you say, you, when you say when you've left the relationship, you're speaking energetically, right? Energetically. Yeah. 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 And so when you, when you get that awareness, see it's the, it's getting the awareness that allows you to change it. So, which takes the being honest with yourself. So when people say that, it's like, okay, so would you like to create it again? And one of the things that we, one of the things that we go, we get a bit off with the way we create our relationships is we we look at okay, what did we do yesterday that worked yesterday, and that's what will work mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. Rather than what I tell people is destroy and uncreate your relationship every day with the people in your life, with the loved ones, with the family, so that you actually you're leaving yesterday behind, and it doesn't mean that the past doesn't matter. You know, you've still got all of that, but it means that you're looking forward for how you can create the future based on your awareness of what you would like in the future. And that really starts with the question of, okay, so what can we create today? And I think that's such a, such a powerful and important question because it's the looking backwards and trying to make it what it was that keeps it stale, that keeps it. And and it, it, it sort of introduces this, um, this sense of dissatisfaction that can grow and and really fester, right? Because it's not what it was before. Yeah. Therefore, and and we can draw all sorts of conclusions about what that then therefore means. Yeah. And it's like, and, and it, yeah, it, it just, I mean, and I've done it too. I've been in relationships where I've done that too. And it's like, well, you did this six months ago and I, you know, it's like, and you hold on to things and it's like, it just it doesn't create anything in the future for it. So and it and the other thing that I've noticed is usually those things that we hold on to are the things that we've decided we need to make somebody else wrong for so that we can make ourselves right, or okay. we've decided we're wrong so they're right. And it's like with that judgment in our lives and in our relationships, we're constantly fighting against ourselves or fighting against other people rather than go, okay, that was yesterday, done. What can we create today and what future can we create together now? Yeah, I something something that I, I think about often is um I'm a I'm a big fan of of Abraham Hicks and, and one of the things that they say is most humans would rather be right than be happy. Yep. And yeah, and we say it like we say it a, another way with access and with the classes I do is most people would rather be right than be free. Yeah. And, and it's like, and it's the same thing like with, cause you can't have, you can't have both. It's like when you're trying to be right, you notice where your joy goes, it's gone. You're like, and people will think, well, if I get it right, then I'll be happy But you get it right. And then you have to get the next thing right. And then you have to get the next thing right. And you're like, and you constantly, And then you judge other people because they're not doing it your way or not. I mean, I feel like that's, we're seeing that play out in a huge way culturally right now. (laughs) Everyone needs to be right, which means if, if someone needs to be right, it means automatically someone else needs to be wrong. 
Exactly. Yeah. And that's, it's, and once again, I've done it dynamically in my life as well, where I've, and, you know, that's that other part of being honest with yourself and going, okay, like I've done it in relationships where Mm -hmm. it's like, I have to be right with this. But in that scene where I'm trying to make the other person wrong and it's just, it doesn't work. So, I mean, I work on this daily for myself is it's like, I'll catch myself in those moments now and go, you know what? I'm just trying to be right. No more. And, and it's like, it's not about, it's, it's not like, and it's not like you just go one day, okay, I'm not going to do right and wrong anymore. And it just goes away. It's, it's, it's you've got to be willing. It's a daily thing. And yes. it's in, it's a moment by moment in every choice and go, look at it and go, okay, am I trying to be right here? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no more, you know? And, yeah. and it's just the, the level of awareness that we have available to us when we don't do judgment is off the charts because what we do is with that judgment in place is we go, we'll ask a question, but the only thing that we'll let into our universe based on that question that we ask is something that matches the energy of what we've decided we can get right. That's right. So it's like we've just eliminated a universe of information and energies and awarenesses that that are there for us and available for us based on our unwillingness to not judge. Yeah, an opportunity too. Yeah. And I think there's a that's part of why I love having I've had this show for two years and I've gotten to interview such a wide variety of people. And my my reality has been blown wide open. I think when I started this show, I definitely had Opinion, like strong opinions about what was right and wrong. And yeah. I mean, I still, I, I resonate completely with what you're talking about in terms of it being a, a, a moment to moment decision. Cause I too still find myself in places where I'm like, Oh, this is me trying to control the situation or this is me really needing to be right. And, yeah. and what's more important, my, you know, the, the happiness of the situation and, and of my relationship or me being right, you know, and I get to sort of drop my guard in, in those places. But um, yeah, what's it, what is available to us and the perspective that we get to hold and the capacity that we get to grow um, when, when we drop the need to be right is humongous. Uh, off the charts. Yeah. Like, the charts. And it really is that the level of freedom that you, ha- that you can have available in your world. And it's like, like when you asked me earlier about the superpowers thing and it's like when I'm being me, I don't have to be right. I'm not wrong. I'm just, I am just me. And it's like, and I have such a sense of peace and joy in my world. And it's like with that available, what I can ask for and what I can create is so far beyond what this reality tells you you can create based on that unwillingness to judge. But it's like, but we all have it available to us. But like you said that you said something in there that was brilliant, which is drop your guard. And that's what a lot of us have been, what a lot of us have been taught is this, this thing of vulnerability is a weakness, you know, like dropping a guard is a weakness. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it really isn't. It's one of the greatest strengths that we have available is when you're willing to be vulnerable with people, but also vulnerable with yourself. And you don't have to put up all these walls and barriers to things that, that you've decided are wrong or you've decided are not right or because the thing that we do is we'll go, well, that that's that's wrong. So I'll put a wall up to it. But we we build all these walls around ourselves energetically, so we don't let all of these things in that don't match our judgments. But then in that we also don't let ourselves out. We lock ourselves in just as much, and it's like, yeah. and it's just it's not much of a fun way to live. And I know that because I've done it. (laughs) The world becomes very small that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, So I want to circle back to sort of the title of, of your book, you know, because (laughs) Uh and and the, and the title that we're working with today in this episode and, and, and to the idea of a relationship versus the, the reality of it. Um, Yeah. Because I think that, again, it's just it's a it's a place that we get very caught in culturally, 
Yeah. And so what do you say to someone, you know, I guess, how do I frame this? What is more important, right? Do you think that someone needs to really cultivate themselves before they can come into relationship or can relationship be the vehicle for that or both? Well, I'd say both. It's like, it's, it's knowing that if you're going into a relationship because you've decided that that person will fulfill something in your life, then you're looking for an outside source for something that only you can give yourself. And, and I've done this big time. Like it'd be like, it's like, I can only be happy if I'm in a relationship. So even in that I've taken happiness as a choice out of my reality. And I've put that on somebody else as it's their job to give it to me. And it just, it creates an expectation in the relationship. So you're relying now on somebody else to make you happy which means you're expecting of them and you're projecting at them that, okay, now you're my source of happiness. And if they don't deliver it, then you start separating, you start judging, you start creating this distance in the relationship that, that it never, it never really works. Right. And there will be a time when they disappoint you. Uh, definitely. It's just waiting. <laughs> That's guaranteed. You're setting yourself up for that when you go you are, it that way. Big time. And that, that was the, Another thing that made the relationship with Simone and I so different is I was not willing to give up any part of me to be in that relationship and neither was she. So it was this constant state of leapfrog, you know, that it's this game where it's like somebody, somebody, you know, gets happier and you, you're like, well, but I want to be happier. So you'd outcreate their happiness, not <laughs> from a place of competition, but from a place of being this constant invitation to more. Mm. and that that can only occur from the place of not having those expectations and and projections in place so it, it's it's not about you it's not about because then people look at it and go well okay so now i have to be perfect before i can get into a relationship if i want the relationship to work no it's not about that either but it's knowing those places where you're giving yourself up to be in the relationship and working on that as you go because it's once again it's not about getting your relationship right it's not about the idea that you're going to create a perfect relationship is also setting yourself up for failure because there's no such thing. So right. it's once again, it's, it's those moment by moment choices. It's the day by day reality of how can I be greater in this? How, how can I be greater today rather than how do I make this person make me feel greater today? Yeah. And, you know, I love what you're saying here because, I, again, it's taking it from this idea of what a quote unquote perfect relationship is supposed to look like. And, and like, what does that even mean? You know, we have this concept, like, like relationships are, there's a longevity to them. There's an ebb and flow to them. And so it really is about what is today and how do I make this interaction and this experience and this life together the best I can make it today and then yep. tomorrow doing that all over again. Yep. And, and so that's, that's very well said because that's a constant state of creation. Yeah. You're always moving forward and it's like, and, and for, for most people, like if you look at in your life, when, when you stop having that generative and that creative energy where you're actually in question and you're looking at how do I be greater today? What else can I create today? What else is possible today? Then your life stops and you start like, I know for me when it does, because I start like getting cranky and I start, st everything stops with me mm -hmm. when I stop asking questions. So it's, it's just being in that constant state. And it's not that this doesn't mean either that you're not going to have cranky moments and cranky days. That's all still there too. But with the questions and and your willingness to have that place of moving forward all the time, those cranky moments even, you they don't last as long. You know, they're not like my world's falling apart. They're just, okay, something needs to change here. What do I need to change? Yeah, and I think it's really important because what I've seen myself do and, and what I've seen can happen is like in there's there's sort of this fine line between what can I create 
that is exciting and feels generative and the like, how can I make this different? Cause this is uncomfortable and I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're two very, from the outside, they can almost look like the same thing, but the energy inside is so completely different because yeah. one is looking at what I don't want and focusing there. And it, it becomes this, like, it's just gross. It's, it's just like really yeah. yucky feeling kind of sinkhole thing. Yeah. Right? And wanting to create something different because I don't like what I'm in. And so I, it's all like a pushback and a reaction against Yeah. versus this is what feels enlivening to me and exciting and like growth and generation and like creativity and life. And I want to move in that direction. Yeah. And then it's like with that in place, with that, like you said, that, that energy in place, it's like the other things become so insignificant because right. it's the significance that we put on it is what creates the dynamic of it in our life. You know, so we'll take like, well, I'm having a money issue and then that's our main focus. We're going, okay, everything's about this money issue and nothing's working. But in the idea that you have a money issue, there's there's a wrongness already in that. So we're going straight into judgment rather than what you said is is going, okay, so how do I create more money? Which puts your energy into the future and you're already looking at, okay, create more rather than how do I fix this problem before I can create more? Right. Right. Because it keeps you stuck in the problem over, yeah, and, over and over again. Yep. And we do that a lot in relationships. Yeah. As we go, you know, we just had a we just had a fight, or we just had an argument, or or you just pissed me off, or whatever it is. And it's like now we have to get through that. We have to slog through that before we can move forward. No, that's done. Look, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry for upsetting you. I'm sorry for saying that. That was that was unkind of me. Can we move forward now? And it's like if you have that level of vulnerability in your relationship where you're willing to just go, you know what? I was a shit. I'm sorry about that. I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have done that. Then it's not about getting it right. It's not about being wrong. It's just about acknowledging what's there and then going, all right, done. Let's move forward. And if you have that vulnerability with your relationships, but also also with yourself in your life, then you're always going to keep moving forward. Yeah, and I think I want to I want to really expand on what you were just saying because because you dropped a, an apology like it was really easy to do because you know it actually is really easy mm-hmm. to do but for a lot of people apologizing is so unbelievably hard. Yeah. Because there's there's like an identity almost wrapped up in acknowledging that you've contributed to tension to strife to something not working and again it comes back to this willing to be wrong or willing yeah. to let go of needing to be right a genuine yeah. apology really costs you nothing but your ego yep exactly it can mean the world to someone else mm-hmm and I think, yeah. you know, to just expand for a minute and what we're seeing on a global scale, and especially with like the racial tensions that are happening in this country right now, um, in the United States, it's like, yeah, what if, what if you just apologize yeah. and not try to caveat it, not try to add anything on top of it? Like what would happen if we just paused and stopped needing to be right long enough <laughs> to just apologize and let it well, go. Exactly. And well said. And it's like, you know what, for me, it's like, for me, what I look at is it's like the planet would be a different place. If, if enough of us were willing to get out of judgment, like really get out of judgment. And it's like, cause none of us are perfect. Right. None of us are, None of us are perfect. And it's like, and we keep looking for this perfection in life rather than looking for the difference that we are. And it's like, and one of the things I know is when you truly explore that difference of you, you're going to upset people, you know, because people want to put you in a box. They want to define you. They want to confine you. And it's like, so we, we 
in that we like we we hide the difference of us and we create ourselves based on this image but in order to have an image you have to have judgment you have to judge everything that doesn't match that image so there's no being in it like we don't we don't get to be us but like you said it's like if we with everything that's going on in the world and and in the US right now because I'm in the US right now and I've been I've been seeing it and I've been talking to people and I've been seeing what's going on and it's like if we just dropped our walls and went okay this is what's going on how do we contribute to something greater rather than how do we make this wrong how do we get it right how do we it's like how can i make uh, you wrong so i can feel better yeah rather than you know what we're all on this planet together mm. how do we create something greater and it's like you know because if we looked at it like if you if you looked at a world where we didn't have to and and i say a world from that bigger picture but even if you looked at it from your life because you're a big part of the world and it took me a long time to get this it took me a long time to realize that i was actually like i'm like what just me like what what effect can i have in the world and it wasn't until i started acknowledging that you know what if i'm willing to be me i can be an invitation for others to be them and if you look at it from that place of okay i didn't have to do right and wrong anymore what how much could that impact how much of an impact could you have in the world if you could walk through it without judgment and you cannot even you, you cannot even fathom that with your head because your head just wants to judge right. it goes it's that's its job it, your mind's job is to go that's right that's wrong that's right that's wrong that's you know and you're like but the level of being that we have available without judgment is and we've seen it in different areas like we've seen it in different people throughout history it's like the way that martin luther king spoke he had a willingness to be something so different that was an inspiration and an invitation to ev- to to a lot of people to look at mm-hmm. and go okay what i want to listen to this guy i want to listen to what he's talking about because he's so different and it's like he didn't have to do a million things he was willing to be something different and it's like it's such a it's just that we have so much difference available in us if we're willing to give up this judgment and i did not even think this podcast was going to go that way i didn't think we were going to start talking about judgment but apparently we are so. yeah and <laughs> and you know we have a little a little bit of time left and I, and i and i do want to talk before we end about being alone um, because again, like your book is like, are you sure you want a relationship? Yeah. So, so let's, let's talk about that for a minute. Like what, what about being alone? Uh, yeah, it's, it, it is, it, it can be like truly, well, let's look at the first part. The first part is, can you truly ever be alone? You know, because as, as, beings we we we're, we're connected to everything and this is the way that it's like it's like when you you think about somebody and then they call you or you you know what's going on for your mother and she's across the other side of the world it's like we we all have this connection to each other so the idea that we're alone is just is is the lie anyway but also yes. that being yes thank you that is it is <laughs> it is because I could, it's like I could think about somebody right now and and know what's going on for them. And we all have that capacity because we've we've all done it to some degree. Like if you have kids, I mean, I have a a fifteen year old son now, and it's like I'll know if something's not right for him because I'll like if something's not working for him, and he's not talking to me about it, I'll know something's going on and I'll call him. Hey, what's up? What's happening? Mm-hmm. What's going on with this? And he'd be like, Oh, Dad, this is you know. So it's that that whole being alone thing is the lie but also the being you away from people like truly not using relationship or friendship or being around people as a distraction to take you away from yourself that part is really different and um i i I talk about it from that place because i've been doing a lot more of it lately um, under quarantine, I, under quarantine, <laughs> and it's like, but but I had such a predictable future created for myself. It's like I travel three and a half weeks out of the month. Mm. I facilitate 
classes around the world, constantly talking to people. So it was like, it was like, oh, you know, it's like I had my schedule planned for the next 12 months. So it's like I didn't realize to the degree I'd created this predictable future so that I didn't have to actually have that total presence with myself. And when the COVID stuff started, when the world started changing, I went, oh, I have to actually relearn how to choose and actually start looking at what is what is really true for me? What would I really like to create? And how different am I that I've never acknowledged because I've always used all of this other stuff as a distraction away from what's actually true for me. So in saying that, the last few months have been extremely uncomfortable um, because I've learned a lot about myself. And, and it's like, that's, the gift that we have also is it's like when you when you start giving up this and i say start giving up this judgment stuff because it is a journey start and, giving up the right and it is, is it is like we said before it's a moment to moment day to day experience it's not like uh, i've given up judgment and then I'm, it's done you got to give it up again tomorrow too yep 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 and that takes it takes a level of being really present with yourself present with everything that comes out of your mouth because that's the stuff that's creating our lives you know we're going you're going i'm just you're making something you if you listen to the way you speak you'll you'll hear that the things that come out and you go oh well that explains why that's showing up (laughs) you're like oops but um, it was one of the it, it was one of the gifts that I got with facilitating. It's like because I had to, in order to facilitate big groups of people, I had to be so present to know exactly what was coming out of my mouth and exactly what was coming out of theirs in order to see what was possible to change. So it's like I started learning that oh, I need to listen to myself. But it's a gift we can all do it. You know, but yeah. one one of the things I realized is, oh man, I tell a lot of stories. Why am I telling so many stories? Am I trying to prove that I'm right here? Right. Yeah. You know, so it's just it's how far you want to go, really. Like how how different do you want to be? How different do you know you are that you've been trying not to be? And how different are you willing to be? I think really is the is yeah. the big question because because there's a it's so interesting this was this is like kind of in my like in between dream and and sleep time last <laughs> night some somewhere in the middle of the night and I had to wake up and feed my baby um just contemplating the 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 times in my life when like I've tried so hard to fit in yeah because because there's this sense of belonging right that we that yeah. we all want and yeah. i think i think a lot of us use the idea of relationship as as a part of that it's like okay well well if i just have this then i'll be normal then i'll fit in then then i'll be accepted and and that that sense of belonging a desire to belong to something is so powerful and it's such a huge driving force and yeah. to to really ask yourself how willing am i to be different and to stand out not from a reactionary like fuck you kind of place but but just from a from an owning the uniqueness that you are yeah. place um it can bring up so much for us because because we do have as as tribal creatures we have this need to belong i mean it is a survival instinct it's it's hardwired in our nervous system to belong right because because we're not designed as human beings to 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 live by ourselves and be able to provide everything that we need for ourselves alone in a vacuum that's not how human the species was designed um, so well, it's we're, we're, kind of going against yeah. instinct in a certain level to 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 be to have the willingness to fully be yourself. Well, it's it's going against the status quo, you know, and because it's like we we're born on this planet, and then we go, and then we're taught how to live here. You know, we're taught that okay, that's right, that's wrong. 
this is good this is bad this is and and it's like so we start we start like i said like we've talked about with the image and we start creating that belonging and we start creating that judgment we're taught how to judge and we're taught all of these things but one of the things we're not taught is how different we are and we're not taught how to be and it's like you know i've i've worked with kids as well and it's like kids just have that different they have a lot more willingness to be them but it's like we start getting taught we start getting that taught out of us so it's not about making once again anything wrong it's not about making education it's none of that it's just we can still have everything we can have everything that we desire but can you imagine how much greater you could create it without the judgment and with that willingness to be different so you yes. you can still have everything but you can have it from such a sense of peace and joy and knowing that you can create so much more based on that willingness to be different because it's like for me it's been such a journey to see what i actually know 10 years ago i hated my life i was so unhappy i wanted to just end it and i found access consciousness and and started looking at okay so what do i know and how different am i and it's like it's it's been such a journey and such a gift to to see how many people have had that willingness also to start looking at okay what's actually true for me and and going on that journey and it's not it's not like it's comfortable all the time like asking for more consciousness in your life and asking for more awareness in your life can oftentimes be extremely confronting Yes. But it's yeah. but it's it's so much bigger, you know. And like you said, it's like that that thing with normal and stuff like that. Like we've all done it where you get into a relationship and you're like, okay, so now I've got my normal life and I'm I I fit in and I belong. And it's like, but notice after six months, twelve months, two years, five years, you you just don't even feel like you anymore. You know, and you just you you're you just want to scream sometimes because you're like, where did I go? Well, you mm -hmm. gave you up mm -hmm. to belong. Mm -hmm. You have to give yourself up to belong. And it's like, mm -hmm. so rather than screaming and keep suppressing it, it's go, okay, so I'm going to even just like it's day by day. What would it take? What, what can I be today that I've never been willing to be before? What can I choose today? That I've never been willing to choose before, and just even if there's something different every day that you start exploring about yourself and you start asking for and being in that question of what am I that I've never acknowledged, who am I that I've never acknowledged, and and start exploring that because what I'd like to see on this planet is a lot more of us actually being how different we are because that difference that we are is such a gift. Like, you know, when you meet somebody and they're just willing to be them and you just want to be around them. It's you're so just like, relieving. Yeah. 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 It's like, and they're not trying to be right. They're not trying to be wrong. They're just, and, and, and they've been told their whole life that they're crazy because they don't judge and they don't do all of that, but they're them. And there's such a gift to be around. Like yeah. that's, I'd like to just see more people that are just willing to be them and be as different as they are. And, and not even, see, even in that, it's just the willingness to go on the journey. Well, and, and something that, that I'm just hearing really clearly right now in all of this is like the willingness to be yourself and to not act out of the need to belong, you, it actually creates a whole other level of belonging. You just belong in a different place now. Yep. And, and I think for a lot of people, the reason why they don't get there is because that other place is not something that they have a construct for. It's, it's, yeah. not, it's not something that we can conceptualize because we've never seen it before. It's new. It's different. So we don't know actually where we're going. And the unknown is scary. So we keep ourselves in this like needing to conform, needing to belong. Yeah. Instead and, that, of and that was, that's brilliantly said because that's the thing that we do is we don't know what's ahead. So we won't, it's like we won't go in that direction because it's unknown. But my question is, is how much do you know? 
and yeah. and that's see the, the thing with the thing with true choice like when you're actually willing to choose based on not judgment but actually willing to choose based on this yes no universe and and based on what you know and based on the energy of what's going to create more is you don't know what that choice is going to create you just know that choice will create and like i said before with my predictable reality that i created with my travel schedule is that was a way of me knowing that i had a future it was predictable but now nothing is predictable on the planet it's right. like we don't we don't know what's it's you know with yes. what the governments are doing and with what people are choosing and with how families are going with how relationships are going with how the education system is going like it truly is an unknown universe but now is the time where we get to create it and it's like one of the things i talk with people about has there ever been a time in your life where something showed up that you did not know how to handle and a hundred percent of the time people have told me they've tried to go oh but there was this one i'm like come on be honest with yourself here. and they're like okay you're right there's never been a time where there, there's that where i didn't know how to handle and this this really is the the timing of the universe and the timing of consciousness is impeccable yes it is like it is such a it is such a unique it is such a unique way of how it times everything and i've i've learned this over i've learned this over my life as well is you will never be given something that you can't handle the universe will never deliver something at you that you can't handle and when you see that you start knowing that you have so much more freedom with choice because you know that you know and you know that you're going to choose based on something greater and you know whatever shows up will give you more of you which allows mm -hmm. us like you said the day by day thing it's like Every time you get more of you, it's so much easier to get more of you again because mm -hmm. you're in that forward. You're in that forward movement, and it's like so. It it's just it, yeah, it, yeah. You might think that you can't handle it in the moment. You know, I've definitely yeah. had moments where I'm like, I can't handle this. Yeah, and me yet, too. And yet, I'm still here. Yeah. I made I made it through. I can look backwards and be like, Wow, well, actually. I, I was able to handle that because here I am, I'm still here. Yeah. I made it, you know? And, and I think that that, that is just, it's a really important uh, perspective to be able to hold that and, and to remind ourselves, you know what? It might feel like I can't handle this right now, yeah. but I felt this way before and I made it through. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. It, it's that, that willingness to never quit on you never give in, never give up, never quit on you. It's like, because we all have those moments. We go, oh, how am I going to do it? Like, I really just want to give up right now. I don't know how to handle this mm -hmm. is take one more step, you know, because I've done this so many thousands of times in my life where I'm just like, oh, this is way too uncomfortable. And for yeah. me, <laughs> for me, knowing who I am, is like, I will never stop. I know I'll never stop. I might stop for a day or two. But that's about it. But it's like for me, I know when I take that, take another step, it's like, and and when I run toward that thing that I've decided I can't handle instead of running away from it, run toward those things in your life that you know is going to create more, but you don't know how to handle just yet. By the time you get to it, you will know how to handle it. Yeah. And, and I think that is actually such a valuable practice. It's something that I've done a lot in my life is it's like, oh, that thing scares the crap out of me. That thing makes me really <laughs> uncomfortable. So that's the direction uh -huh. I'm going in because I'm scared shitless. And so I, I know that there's something of value over there for me. And I know yeah, that that's, that's my next growing edge. And it's yep. totally uncomfortable and it's totally scary. And yet I wouldn't be where I am today if I had not done those things in my life you know <laughs> me neither it's, I, it yeah. would I, I wouldn't even it's like i mean it wouldn't even be close yeah so it's 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 just it, it it it's the courage that it takes to be different and it's like we all we, we have so much courage that we've just go well but, but i don't want to stand out that much or i don't want to be it's like you, how many people how how many of the people listening even how much does it excite you so much when you think oh i could actually be different like i just i've always wanted it's to relieving. be a little bit different 
it's it so is relieving. Amazing. It's like, oh my God, because how how many ways are we boxing ourselves in by trying to belong, trying to conform, trying to to fit into yep. into something that doesn't it's not even real. It's yep. like if everyone is feeling this like, oh, I have to try to fit and conform in this way, who's the one who's making the box? Yep, you know? definitely. Hey, um, the other thing, I, I just want to put this in here because it's like this This has been such a wonderful conversation and I and I also know with, with what we've talked about how it is, this has opened a lot of doors. Like there's been a lot of things in here where you'd be like, it's just, I, I just want to add a few things in that's made my life easier with this, like with the difference yeah. thing. Please do. When, ten, 10 years ago when I, when I really didn't think I could keep going, like I was a, I was a tradesman in Australia. I was, I just got out of a horrible relationship. I was living at my mum's house with my five-year-old kid, share, staying in this tiny bedroom, sharing it with him and just thought my life's over. I'm, I could not see any possibilities and I, and I just, I made a demand of myself, okay, either my life changed, either I find a way to change this or I'm done. And I was seriously at that point where I was ready just to give in. Two days later, I found Access Consciousness and it was a thing called the bars and I went and got my bars run. That was the turning point in my life. And I just, I want to mention that because there is so many things out there in the world also this is not what we've talked about it's not about doing it all on your own there's so many things that can contribute to it and i i know looking back at that i'm like okay if that would if like in that moment the energy of my life changed from getting my bars run and and i would say to people listening if you've got if that feels light to you at all in your universe please look it up it's called access bars you can find it on Access Consciousness. There's thousands of people around the planet that do it, more than th- tens of thousands of people, mm-hmm. probably hundreds of thousands of people now, actually. But it's like it it really was the first gift that I had in unlocking so many different things with allowing me to actually be start choosing towards being that different. And it's, please use any resource you can to to make it easier because it's yes. like there what are I'd so like, many resources out so there. many there is so no many. reason to suffer through this yeah so many and and i i i so don't want to do sales pitch or anything on this because that's not who i am it's like i really want people to have more ease in their lives that's what that's it i want them to have more ease with how different they are the we've talked a lot about being i just want to mention this book because it it helped me a lot and it's brilliant. It's a book called Being You, Changing the World. And it's by Dr. Dane here, who also, he's the co-founder of Access Consciousness. He's a he's an amazing friend of mine and just such a contribution to the world. Uh, that book, if this being topic that we've been talking about has opened up some doors for you, please grab it and and see in that what you can take from it and what how much easier this can be than you think yeah thank you so much for that and thank you so much for this conversation this has been a real delight to to talk with you today i'm I'm just so grateful that you took the time out of your day to come and be on the show so thank Thank you you. you're you're amazing and thank you Uh so much for what you're being and doing it's like the way that you i just i i love the way that you see things it's just it's such a gift to i'm just grateful thank you Thank you so much. And to our listeners, thank you so much. I'm, I'm continuously humbled and blown away by the numbers that we're getting on this show, by how many people are, are choosing themselves, are choosing to, to take in this information and to, to do something with it. And um, I have so much gratitude, deep, deep gratitude in my heart for that. And, uh, and so thank you to the listeners because I, I wouldn't still be here be doing this if it wasn't for you. Um, and like Brendan said, there are so many resources for this work. Um, we've introduced you to so many here at, at, at Superpower Experts. There are more and more and more every day that we're discovering. We have everything that we need. We have the tools that we need to, to, to do this, to be this, to create 
a different world together. So that's what we're here doing. That's what we, that's what we stand for. And, um, and please, if you have not, um, you have not checked out all the ways to play with us over at superpowerexperts.com, go and go and, and check that out. We have tons of free resources for you just there on the website and the podcast too, are lots of free resources. And we have this beautiful free app now that you can go and, and download at, um, go to the app store, look for superpower net and, and whatever show you're really wanting to dive into, you can just stream just the episodes for that show right there through the app. So, so please go check that out. And, um, And until next time, go out and love yourself so that you can love the world more deeply. Many blessings. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.